welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined uh, this evening by a photographer, videographer, graphic designer, web developer. Uh, he does a lot of different things. Um, too much. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm excited to break it down with him and talk about his passion to artistry and why he does what he does. Uh, thank you very much, Rob Rand, for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Ben. This is dope, man. Like, I've seen the show before, so it's like, I'm here now. It's crazy. Yeah, man, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's also nice to formally meet you. I, yeah, Definitely. I don't know if we've, we've probably been in the same room at least a couple times before, but uh, it's good to, like, actually, you know, have a, have a. Yeah, face-to-face, -face, like a, yeah, proper actual introduction. Yeah, dude, right on. Uh, how, how are you? How was your day today? Today was good. Um, like I was telling you earlier, uh, I did therapy today, my first time ever. So, you know, I'm kind of in a a really good mood. I'm really like uh, just relaxed today, you know, just feels good. And I'm happy to be here and talking to you. Proud of you, man. That's amazing. Uh, great. Good for you. Uh, giving therapy a try. Uh, and I wish you the best of luck in your continued journey with it um yeah. you know therapy is fucking great man and especially men need to be going to therapy these days definitely i think so man i feel like it's kind of one of those things we don't get a chance any time else to really kind of uh just go up here and do some upkeep so taking that time out to really concentrate and be intentional about that i feel like it's definitely going to help me i feel like there's a lot of people that can help too Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Terrific, dude. Um, I agree. Uh, so what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And yeah, I've been familiar with your work for a couple of years now. But um, yeah, it's just uh, I know that, you know, you, you work very independently. And I mean, I guess I kind of do, too. So um, you, you strike me as a guy who spends a lot of time like alone, you're, like you're kind of introverted. <laughs> definitely like big time bro that's me all the way and that's i'm kind of a uh, very open about that you know what i mean because it's such a defining part of me um i i'm definitely i say this all the time i'm definitely i'm definitely that guy who could go out and live in the forest by myself and like chopping wood and like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah dude i could just go live out there live off the land i would be perfectly fine that's dude, definitely gonna, me hell yeah man you're gonna like make friends with all the woodland critters like, literally like, have names for them all everything. Yeah. <laughs> you're about to grow all your own food like straight up bro. i would be so happy straight up oh, yeah well i guess you're in a good state for that i mean wisconsin does have people who plenty of spots i'm sure people do that but uh yeah exactly people come yeah. here specifically for that so it's like yeah good hell yeah well i'm glad uh I could get you here on a nice guy podcast to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what you do and why you do it. So that being yeah, said, man. that being said, Rob, uh, so where we usually start is, um, so are you, uh, from Milwaukee originally? Are you like born and raised? Yeah, I was born and raised here. Um, we did live a little bit out in Cali for a while. My dad was in the military, I went out there for the four years and then we came back. So, uh, ever since then I've been here. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so um, I guess to start, uh, I'd love to kind of hear how your uh, 
sort of artistic uh, manifestations really all began. So, um, yeah, where did it all start? Mm. Uh, honestly, it's it's one of those things where I can't really pinpoint any specific moment where it was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. It was kind of gradual because um, my dad, he was really creative naturally. Like he can draw, he can um like play instruments he can do all these different things so that's kind of what I grew up around um and that's kind of what influenced me but I think what really made it stick and what made it something that uh I wanted to follow and kind of make my life's effort um my mom she really encouraged it um she just kind of saw it in me at a young age was like wow you're so creative you're so and encouraged that you know and it just made it something that I could be proud of something that I felt like was me. It was like, I own this. Like I am, I'm the creative one. You know what I mean? So like it kind of just stuck through the years, man. I just kind of honed the things that I did um, and just got better at what I did. And, you know, just found inspiration in kind of the, the, the most, the least likely places. I see. Yeah. The best way to do it. Um, when it, you know, when you find inspiration, when you least expect it. Yeah. Like you said, um, right on. Yeah. Uh, so what was like, um, what was, tell me about like the first time you really like picked up the camera and got interested in that, that, that stuff started in high school. And that was like also passive because, um, so my father is actually a preacher. He's a pastor and he has a church over on uh, the East side. And, um, so growing up, you know, there were certain things that I would do to help out the church. And one of those is record videos. And we had this like camera laying around. It was a Canon T3 for anybody who's into photography. Apparently that's a really popular model. It is, man. That's the thing. That's why I mentioned it because it is a really solid camera. It's cheap. It is a beginner camera, but it's so good. It's like one of the best cameras. So it's like, yeah, we had a T3. It wasn't a T3i, which is like the even better version, but it still did the job. And so we had one of those and that's what I would take pictures with. Um, Just random pictures like flowers and the dog sleeping and like doorknobs and shit like that. Um, Just would do it because um, that's just what I had around, you know, and I was getting better and more accustomed to using the camera. And then um, doing the videos for the church really gave me an opportunity to practice my skills, like in the field, like actually apply the things I was learning. And um, yeah, so like we would, I would do videos for the church, like, you know, every so often, record, edit, um, put it together. That started in high school. So that was probably like 2010, 2011 Mm -hmm. is when it really started for me. I graduated high school in 2012. So uh, yeah. It's been a while. Uh, and after that point, um, well, I took classes in high school, too. So there was like a Photoshop class that I was in that kind of got me into graphic design and all that kind of thing. And um, so like everything just started coming together. Like it just all started kind of merging together and um, been doing it ever since, you know. That's awesome. Um, and it's really cool how. Yeah, it just kind of started as a very functionary job you had you know yeah, doing it with the church but then you're like wait i could like you know make a tree look <laughs> super rad you know i could, exactly I, you know like you or 
people, you know, you, yeah. you can take wicked shots of people. And, and that's a trade that it cannot be oversimplified. You know, it's something no. that is, you know, there's a reason why, you know, photographers, when they're doing portrait uh, shoots for people, they take like, they could take hundreds of photos and Literally. pick out like, you know, 12 or 13. Exactly. You know exactly it's definitely something a skill that has to develop and i feel like people kind of rush in and they think that anybody can pick up a camera but it's not that easy anybody can pick up a camera and anybody can take a phenomenal image Uh, but it definitely takes skill and it takes time to really you know hone it and get to a certain place where you know you're consistent with the type of work that you can produce and i feel like something for me that kind of early on made it fun for me was I'm really into film. I'm really into movies and things like that. Um, Big movie buff. And I feel like that influences my photography and just the way that the camera is like sort of framed and like some of the shots and things that I, I like to portray. It comes from movies. Like, you know, like I love Quentin Tarantino movies. I love like um, just action movies and, you know, karate movies, like, I'm into yeah. it all, like, it's all, it's all my shit, man, so, like, yeah. my photography kind of reflects that, you know, like, a movie poster, like, sometimes I can, like, see an image in my mind before I even take the shot, just because yeah. I, you know, I imagine I'm at a movie theater, and I'm looking at the wall, and this is what I see, so, like, it just informs the way that I take the photo, you know? Yeah, dude, that's awesome, um, it, it, it becomes an instinctual, process Literally, over second nature yeah. yeah you just you can just call upon it at any moment yeah dude yeah and yeah i got a little into some personal like nature photography in the last year that was a big quarantine thing for me is like yeah. just getting out there and um visiting different parks and stuff and one thing that just you know the coolest thing like to me is like the filters you know and the, yeah. the how like when you're actually manipulating like yeah the lighting and the contrast and stuff yeah. like you can toggle it so quickly and easily and it's it's so much fun man it's it's like it you is. could stay out you can make a whole day out of doing that shit literally i and i usually do you know what i'm saying like yeah. i'm an introvert so like i'm in the house all the time and i'm editing pictures and i and like it's like my favorite thing that's that's actually my favorite part of digital photography is not taking a photo. I do enjoy that. But my favorite part is sitting down at the computer and actually editing the pictures. And I know a lot of people hate that part because it's like you're using Lightroom or Photoshop and it's like, ah, it's confusing. So many buttons. But, you know, if you really take the time to kind of figure out the basics, it definitely will treat you well. You know, if you just figure out how to wield it, yeah. um, it's just like anything. But yeah, I love editing, man. Like I love Visco. That's like my favorite yeah. app. I love the Visco filters. Like I die for them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's oh, just, yeah. yeah, man. They it's it's so good. Like I don't know how they how they did it, but it's just so good. Um, I haven't actually used Visco before. Maybe I should get into it a little bit more. It's cool, man. It has a cool community. Um, I like the the interface. They they don't show likes. They don't show comments. It's literally just the work. And I think that kind of um, it creates like a certain type of energy on the space where it's not about who like posting trendy content. It's not about posting something that they think will get likes because nobody cares there. It's just like, right. what's a cool image? It's like, clout. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. There is no clout. 
Um, yes. But it does feel good because like sometimes I get shared by the the official page. Uh, like they have like a hashtag on there and I'll post my picture and share it and then they'll repost it. And then I'm constantly getting like reposts after that all day, every day. So it's like just super engaging. I, I really like the what they've done, what they've created with the filters and with the community and all that. It's just super cool. Right on. Yeah, definitely. I'll look into that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, so beyond high school, after high school, like where would it go from there? With Where would you take it? So, you know, I think it's common for everybody, um, especially I think when I was coming up, like they were really pushing college pretty heavy. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, it's all about like, yeah, go get a degree, go get a degree. You got to go, yeah. you know, figure yeah. out what you want to do and go get a degree. Um, so that's what I tried to do. Um, I ended up going to the Art Institute, you know, the chain of schools across the country. Um, the scam school, that's what I call it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty bad. Like the the condition of the education. And the thing is, I was so passionate about camera work and video and stuff like that, that I had educated myself on everything that they were teaching you know, introductorily, obviously, um, it wasn't, I mean, I could have got up and taught the class. That's the crazy part. So I was basically there in school doing nothing. I was falling asleep in class and I was living in this expensive ass city of Chicago. Cause that's, that's the one I went to, oh, I went yeah. to the Chicago one <clears throat> and, uh, dude, it just wasn't cool. Like it was cool to be there and like be living a college life. But, yeah. Like, looking back the education wasn't worth anything bro and um very like for profit you know like man it's very, big time yeah big time that's what it was all about and they i still i still have uh loans from them you know even from way back then because i just like the school dissolved it's not even there anymore so it's like okay uh who yeah. am i paying this to now yeah literally like <laughs> like uh help me out but no yeah. um yeah, dude. So from high school, I went to school for I went to school for film. Um, so I was learning about um, movies and stuff. And that actually that's part of the experience that I really enjoy is it helped raise that love in me. You know what I mean? Because I was surrounded by other people who loved film just as much. So constantly talking about films and oh, have you seen this new movie that came out? Have you seen this old movie that, you know, has been out for a while? Like this movie from 1950 like just so much i was exposed to like so many different movies and directors and film styles and so yeah that was a pretty valuable part of the experience um and yeah i carried that with me so like even to this day like videos that i make they may i may take from certain movies that i've seen or like you know pay homage to it just because i love just storytelling and like the 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 uh, medium of film and cinema, like, I just love it so much. Um, so, yeah, like, after college, um, I ended up dropping out, right? So, um, art school dropout and ended up coming back to Milwaukee and, um, you know, just uh, resting in my defeat for a while, you know? <laughs> How it goes, yeah. Yeah, yep. man. Um, just trying to figure out what I was going to do, you know, because... Uh, like I have photography and all these things like as a hobby, it wasn't even close to something I felt like I could potentially do for a living. Um, 
so yeah like that was 2013 when i got back and for a couple of years i was just kind of floating i was working at um this restaurant maxi's it's a uh, maxi southern comfort oh yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i was working there as a busser and um full runner and mm-hmm. so i was there for a while and after that um yeah i was just hanging around i didn't have really too much of a name but then what happened in 2015 my life changed um is that's when i decided that i was going to pick up the camera and start doing it as you know the way i'm doing it now um yeah it was like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna start shooting i'm gonna start i'm gonna get some business cards i'm gonna get a website together i'm gonna do this as a business and man it took off it was like it was like life was waiting on me to do that yeah and just choose like okay do it and yeah i picked up the camera and man i swear like it it was like it was like being on a jet ski not no not a jet ski like a what is it parasailing or what's when you're tied to the uh boat and like you're holding on to the thing oh uh water skiing yeah it's was, it was basically like that that's what life felt like it was like i'm being just pulled through this chain of events and like and you just gotta hold your balance you know that's, that's literally the, yeah. literally like and that's like that was my mental health um but yeah like 2015 is when i became what i call rob ran my alter ego you know yeah Dude, that's that's awesome. Um, I felt a similar way when you know when I started uh, um, kind of in tandem with one another, Mister Nice Guy, and doing breaking and entering writing. Like it all, mm-hmm. it does feel like that. It does yeah. feel like you know something was just sitting here, staring at you in the face this whole time, and just you waiting for you to make eye contact with it. You know, yeah. and, and that moment will just hit. It's that's the yeah. aha moment. Exactly, and, uh, and it's beautiful, and uh, it's not a. It's definitely not an instantaneous uh, grasp of like oh, I'm going to do this with my life now. Right. But once you like commit yourself to it, you you really do like realize anything is possible. Like, exactly, you know exactly. You really like it's and it's crazy. It's like if you can conceive it, you really can achieve it. And that's like I heard that quote as a kid, like you know just in passing but you don't really think about these things it's like really true like if you decide what you want your life to look like you can get there you really can and it really just takes a honest effort and intention being intentional about the things that you're doing and i guess that's what happened for me you know it's just like because before i had um picked up the camera i was a really i've always been introverted but back then, I, w- I really lacked confidence. I wasn't able to um, speak in public. I wasn't able to talk to girls. I wasn't able to do anything really socially. You know, I was really in my shell. But picking up the camera really gave me skills and confidence that I really needed. It, you know, having to direct people at photo shoots and having to like take that initiative and take charge. Okay, you go here, you do this, you do this, especially with bigger groups. It takes it takes something, you know, and it, it like having to do that, it never felt uncomfortable, but I can tell that I was like a pencil just being sharpened. You know what I mean? It's just like constantly over and over. Like I was just getting better at it. And now I'm to a point, like you were saying earlier, it just becomes second nature it becomes like you know just something that you can just do and you know 
I'm thankful. And a lot of times I like to thank my younger self because I did go through a lot, um, especially like um, working in the Milwaukee art scene and the music scene and, you know, all the different characters that exist within that space. You know, a lot of things happen, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of learning experiences, um, a lot of trials and tribulations. But, you know, it was never so bad that I it made me want to give up or like made me want to just completely stop. It just helped me build character, you know, and good, yeah, I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative of all those experiences, honestly. Hell yeah. Good. And yeah. And I, I know exactly what you mean when you're talking about like how you build that confidence over time, like, like, and become, you're able to blur the lines of your comfort zone a lot more easily. And I feel that because like, I'm also some, I'm also very introverted too, by nature. Like I don't, I don't generally like being around people a whole lot. Like I like to just, you know, I'm, I'm, I love movies as well as you. I, I hate watching movies with people. Like I hate <laughs> when people talk through the damn movie. Yeah, like, man. I just, dude, like I, I need, I like just taking things in for myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, and like, I definitely have a lot of like social anxiety too, but when you like something, a key thing you said was having intention. Once, if you have intention, then like you already have, you, you kind of by default have like a security mechanism, you know, right. like when you're there for like a reason, you know, you're, or you're, you're, inter, you're making this interaction or this, um, or putting yourself out there in public with intention yeah. that it doesn't feel like such a chore. It feels exactly. more like, it feels more like I'm at, like, I really am doing this because I want to, this is exactly. my way of connecting with my surroundings. Right. It feels right. It just feels like you're, it feels ordained. Like, you know, it's fate. Like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing because somebody somewhere is supposed to connect with what I'm doing. And that's the thing. I feel like it's never about, oneself it's always about taking what one can do and sharing that with everyone else you know what I mean and that's something I have to get better about too because you know I do cling to the title of introverted and you know I'm this black sheep and you da 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 but at the end of the day you still need people nobody can no man is an island among himself you know that's a quote that I I try to keep in mind and I try to remain open. I try to remain, you know, just, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be too introverted. You know what I mean? So where like, that quote come from? Which one? No man is an island of yeah, himself. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I'll just be picking up quotes <laughs> passively, bro. Yeah. Like, I've heard it a few times before, but um, I, I don't know where that one came from. I wish I, you know, now I'm going to look it up because sure. I want to know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, it's dope, and I, I feel that, dude. Yeah, like, I I still have that constant craving for validation and also craving, yeah. also just craving more, you know, like, never being satisfied. I totally feel that. Yeah, dude. So how did you kind of, like, get more, how did you infiltrate the, the art scene here in Milwaukee? Hmm. Um, so what ended up happening is back to 2015 
Um, we there was a guy who hit me up. His name was Chris. He was a rapper. YL64. I'm not sure what my guy's oh, going by now. But he's, he's going by Micah now. Micah, yeah, I remember. I do. I did know that. I did know dude, that. He's one of Micah my friends. Now. Shout out to Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, Chris, bro, that was my homie, and um, he hit me up because he we had a mutual friend, so he had already known of me, and he he saw when I started shooting. I posted pictures of my my girlfriend at the time, my ex now, um, and you know he was like, "Yo, we should shoot," and I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Yeah, I do music and all that," so it was like, "Cool, like let's do it." So um, we ended up going to his house and shooting in front of his door. He has like a, a he at the time he had an American flag right in the front door. And um, so we ended up shooting in front of that and the pictures came out super dope. Like it was yeah. like I had never done anything like that before. You know, it was, it was just a new experience for me. It was like I'm linking up with this rapper guy and like yeah. we're about to take pictures. And it's like it was dope. You know, what I mean, it was like it, it felt natural. It felt like something. It felt like what I, everything just fell into place. So, yeah, yeah we um. Yeah, we, we kind of just linked up and we kept going from there. We ended up doing more shoots and videos and different things. And um, after a while, um, ended up linking up with Mike Regal through Chris. Cause, also, yeah. shout out to Regal, man. Yeah, man. He's Regal so is the funny, man. dude. He's hilarious. <laughs> and he's Regal. Dude, yeah, that's my guy. Regal is funny, man. Like, he, he's a big dog, though. Like, he, you know, he was doing a lot at the time. So, you know, we would end up, I would go to his shows and take pictures. And, you know, I was uh, going to the studio and taking pictures while he was making beats and shit. So um, from there, uh, working with him kind of exposed me to even more people and um, ended up just linking up with more people. Um, just kind of, and I, at the time, this was back in 2015, 2016. Um, and everybody says 2016 was the best summer of all time. And, Honestly, I think I agree. I think sure. I agree with that because, like, it was something in the air back then. But that was that um, was my first summer here, actually. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, so I was I was here for college. Um, that's what I, I I'm from Chicago, but I came here for yeah. UM, and uh, that was my first summer. I actually stayed here, and wow. uh, that was a very different time, but still hell of a time to jump in. Like, dude, yeah. it was so many shows that's what i remember from back then it was like so many different because i was so involved in the music scene i I knew about every show that popped up and you know i would go there and i would take pictures of all the artists that performed and then the next day i would post all the pictures on facebook so then all those artists would take the photos post it on their page and then share it to all their followers so it's just like constantly happening like that um and I would just show up public house, uh, Bremen Cafe, uh, Cafe Hollander, uh, like Cactus Club. You know what I mean? Cactus Club is way overplayed. Like people continuously go there. Like I think that's pretty much the only place that would accept hip hop uh, performers, I think, or something to something like that. But um, yeah, back then there seemed to be more of a variety um, of venues that would accept, accept that type of thing. So it just... It seemed like there was like a renaissance going on, you know, it's almost like you had all of these music artists coming out and creating like new age and narcissism was really and Ishtar was really like popping, popping back then. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. It was just a lot going on. I remember, in yeah, he did Summerfest like 2017. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Like, and all up leading to that, you know what I mean? Like the year before and the year before that, just yeah. the bubbling and all the content that was coming out. And yeah, dude, it was just like, it was different back then. And it was a hell of a time for me to be getting involved. And that's yeah. why I kind of feel like, um, you know, like I certainly wish, hopefully someday, somebody comes back and they start researching, you know, this time in Milwaukee yeah. and they realize just, you know, how everything came together and how all the different parts and pieces kind of, you know, just in the photography scene and the music scene, like how all of these things kind of converged and like were all blossoming and thriving, but yeah. also like really kind of coming together too. It was just an interesting time, man. Yeah. So I've heard that was kind of before I was even like in the scene because I was just so busy yeah. with school. But yeah, I, I've heard, you know, that was, it was a very collaborative time. You know, there were Definitely. a lot of pop ups everywhere. Yep, and, exactly. Um, it was a lot of, um, you know, just events, events, man. Yeah, getting thrown, you know, all over the place. And, and I was at all of them. I was yeah. at every single one, dude. I was taking pictures. And that's kind of how I built my name, just being around, like, Everybody would see me. I'm the guy, the tall guy with the camera walking around. It's just like, that's Rob Ryan. Like, hey. And it's just the people that, you know, working with music artists, it was my work was constantly being cycled on social media. So it wouldn't be a day where someone wasn't posting one of my images or making it their profile pic or promoting something and tagging me as the photographer. So, like, I was in circulation and I was just really just I was working really hard. And that's why, like, even now, I would never do what I was doing back then. Like, I look at my old calendar in my in my iPhone. I go back to those uh, those months. Dude, I was doing, like, three or four shoots per day. Like, like, <laughs> like that's one week, like, I would do photos every day. I was working really hard. Yeah. But, you know, I appreciate my younger self and using my young tenacity to, uh, you know, I go get out here and actually try and do this stuff and yeah. so now i'm kind of like now I, I try to work smarter now not so much quantity but more so quality and um yeah it's just it's it's just different now like everything's kind of slowed down you don't see as many events you don't see as many artists creating a lot of people are moving and it's just you know it's a different time yeah dude um it's kind of like a honeymoon phase when you first enter the scene and yeah, yeah like you just get so excited about everything yeah. on that you don't want to you don't want to stop you don't want to put anything down like when I first started writing for Breaking and Entering which was about two years ago now I was going like I went through a brief like period between jobs like where I wasn't working and I was going to like four or five shows a week, you know, like mm -hmm. I was just stoked on like yeah. how much different kinds of music there were like that you could just walk down the street to. And um, I, yeah, I was just like enthralled and same with getting Mr. Nice Guy started, you know, I just realized like, holy shit, I can't just, you know, talk to one do one episode a week like i there's so many people to talk to i gotta talk yeah. to like i gotta make time for everybody now you right. know like, <laughs> and like you said you know you definitely um over time just for the sake of you know not burning out you do kind of yeah. uh you, you chill out a little bit you do work a little bit you know not 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 any less consistent but just 
like you said, a little smarter, you know, you know, your, yeah. your boundaries, you know, your limits. Exactly. And, it, you know, that's important for everyone. Yeah. Uh, were you doing more like, uh, were you doing both photography and videography around this time? Yeah. Cause uh, like, uh, well, like I was saying, when I first started, it was more so church videos and stuff like that. So I guess I kind of started more so with video as opposed to photography, but photography really took my heart. Like it was, uh, I was inspired. I will say back in 2015, I was inspired by Madi Gransberry, Dude, a freakish nerd for people who don't print, know. The print I just, that or I ordered from just came in the mail today. Dude, that man is a legend. I'm telling yes. you, Madi is going to be, he's going to go down as one of the greats. I tell him every time I see him, I tell him how he got me into photography in the way that I do it. Him, it was him and Weston, Weston Rich. Oh, yeah. Um, both of those guys were shooting pretty heavy back in 2015. They were shooting with like new age narcissism and they were shooting with um, all these different music artists. They were doing it in a really cool way. Yeah. And that's kind of what made me, I'm like, damn, I want to do this too. Cause they were posting on Tumblr and they would just post these dope ass shots. I was like, God damn, like, dude, there are people in my city who are creating like this this is super cool like you said oh. there is a honeymoon phase you just yeah. stoked super stoked yeah. for no reason and um so yeah like any chance that i get to tell them that i do tell them that they were my inspiration and um yeah mighty man mighty is the man like big shout out to Nerd, bro. yeah big shout out to my man dude he he is definitely one of the greats and um no like back then i was inspired by those guys and i feel like um you know, that's kind of just what ended up getting me here. Uh, that's ended what ended up making me fall more in love with photography as opposed to videography. And there's just a lot that goes into making videos, too. And it's yeah. a little bit more simple with, you know, just pulling out the camera and taking a photo. So I think I like the ease of photography as well. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I get that. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, uh, the one the one that the. the 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 uh, print I ordered from Madi uh, is the one of the uh, man on the bike um, against uh, the street block, and it's yeah like a blank abandoned block, and he's riding past, and it's a beautiful shot. I like, dude, Madi has a million like just classic images. And... So many, dude. Dude, I yeah. I like it was hard to kind of narrow down which one I wanted, but yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you really got to think about it. And it's like, man, how do you even get so great? And that's the thing. It's like, there's that's one reason I connect with Marty so much is because we're very similar in a way that we're kind of introverted. We're yeah. this, we're we're these young black men who exist in a space of like being nerdy and being kind of like into anime, into video games and comics and all these different things. And you know, it's a very unique space to be in. It's not, it's not a covered a lot it's not you know in mainstream media the black nerd it's more so always the thug or you know some type of womanizer pimp gangster something like that it's never a black nerd you know so like we relate on a personal level in those ways and he's also really big into like film and tv and you know things like that so it's like we can talk about that and i think that's why our work kind of resembles now, I wouldn't even say it resembles each other, but I feel like there is some sort of like kindredness in there. Yeah. And, um, 
it's just it's i think it's just because we come from similar places of inspiration and the things that we draw from yeah that's great dude i that's beautiful i love that uh it's a continued defiance of like you know what how society expects you to be and and making and thriving in that niche yeah yeah yep. thriving being the key word just like creating new ways to just you know flip the stereotype on his head and just be just be yourself be unique you know it's like it is what it is you are who you are be proud of that you know be own it and just you know live life to the fullest that's what i'm all oh, yeah. about dude that's the recipe to self-actualization you know yeah. like it's yeah um so that's all this said. Uh, so how are you operating these days? These days, man, I'm, well, like I said, I've been through so much and yeah. I feel like it's easy to get stuck in the rut of, you know, closing off after you've been, you know, quote unquote burned or you've been kind of like, you know, people have burned bridges or, you know, like things of certain things have just happened. Um, it's easy to close off, I think, and just be jaded and just be kind of bitter towards, you know, just the community in general. And I think a lot of artists do have similar experiences and even in the Milwaukee scene itself, just some of the things that have come out, some of the things that, you know, um, you know, just some of the stories that you hear, people saying like, oh, this artist didn't pay me or I had a bad experience over here, I had a bad experience over there. So for me, I'm just a little bit more selective. I like to um, build relationships. I like to genuinely want and have a desire to work with people in order to really like make something happen as opposed to just doing it like I would do before. Like, oh, hey, I see you do this. Let's just work together. Like, no, it should be a little bit more intentional. Like I was saying, like just being intentional about, you know, some of the things that you do. So I would say, yeah, I'm much more intentional now. It's not um, simply like a, you know, like a transactional thing. It, it's, not, exactly. it's not, it's not like, you know, your, your, your trade is, you know, just viewed just as a, a commodity that, that people want and yeah. they want to work with because, you know, they see you with a camera and shit. It's like, no, exactly. I want to work with Rob because I like Rob, you know, yeah. I, because I, I like his work. He sees the world in a similar way and I'm interested yeah. in how, his uh, artistic vision is going to align with mine. Exactly. That is, and I don't that's why work with anybody. Right. I don't, I don't want to work with anybody who doesn't see that. And, you know, I've been there too, working with people who just wanted me for my camera, but not my artistic, um, you know, expertise, my artistic vision, just, you know, they, it was all about them and what they wanted to create. And you know, I've worked with several creatives, like hundreds of creatives, and so I know a lot about that collaborative process and that collaborative experience of working with somebody and bouncing ideas off of each other and trying to figure out how you can merge your visions together. And I feel like um, it just happens the easiest. It happens the best when you genuinely just rock with the person, you know, you genuinely just like them as a person, like you think they're cool and yeah. you think what they create is cool. So you're automatically just going to create cool things. You know what I mean? I feel like, well, now I'm not going to say automatically, but it just really helps the process. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's another part of being, you know, we've been throwing the word intentional around a lot. And like, 
yeah, like I'm not going to work with a photographer that, you know, does a, you know, a type of photography that's entirely different than, you know, what I think the, the what I'm interested in, you know, right. like that's why people are, you know, very uh, particular about like, you know, I do this, I don't do this. And yeah. please like, before you DM me, please be aware of what yeah. this is versus what it's not. And exactly. it's amazing how many people don't even, that, that, that does not even click with. It does not even exactly. occur. Like They're just like, you know, sending the same DM to, to the same, to, to five different photographers all at once or five different producers or some shit. It's like, did you right. even listen or check out to a thing I do? <laughs> and I feel like those people definitely it shows like it, it just shows and the things that they do and create and it's just not like you can tell when someone just stands out like what makes that person stand out what is it about them that you know causes their work to just be what it is and at the end of the day that's what I think it comes down to is just the intention and that's why I'm so intentional about what I do and like what I put on Instagram you know, a lot of times I'll post like really long captions on my Instagram. And it's just like the reason I do that is because if I die, that's what I want to have left behind. You know, someone comes and they start scrolling through my Instagram. They will be able to know me because, you know, I share a piece of myself with every post and all the pictures that I post. And, you know, it's really just a part of me. And that's what I'm like intentionally leaving behind with, you know, the things that I post. So, um, yeah, that's what I think it, it really comes back to. And I feel like I want to go back to what you were saying earlier with, with the honeymoon part. Like, it's it's like when I first got in, you know, I remember seeing before I got in, looking from the outside in on the scene, um, I was, I knew of the, all these local artists, you know, I'm not even going to name names. It was just people that I admired before I even got uh started shooting it's just like i would hear the music see the music videos like dang those dudes are cool they're in my city wow that's cool um and then it's like getting to a point where you are now rubbing shoulders with these people you know like you're coming to the shows you're in a back room with them now and you're at the music video shoot you're shooting the music video it's like it's it's a really it's a weird experience and it's humbling too And that's kind of what I was saying, going back to with the jet ski thing, like a lot of the places that I've been and a lot of the people that I've met, I have no explanation for why that happened. It just happened, you know, and it it was like almost completely out of my control. It's like I'm on a roller coaster and I'm just, it's just happening. Yeah, there where everyone is uh, acting in, in the same plane as as the other you know it's at this point they become your colleagues yeah you know at at this point at this point you realize your goals and the um just the playing field you're you're coming from is the same one and exactly and i wish that i just wish that more people embrace that that more embrace that you know we all want milwaukee to win and yeah. it's not going to be an individual who makes Milwaukee win. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all of us. It is going to be every facet of creativity. It's going to be the art. 
Uh, mm-hmm. or excuse me, it's going to be the music. It's going to be the film. It's going to be the photography. It's going to be the visual art. It's going to be the poets. It's going to be the fucking food scene. It's going to be every like um, sphere. And, uh, you know, like the, the, the recognition from outside cannot get to your head because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, wherever you go, you're still, you should always still be repping Milwaukee, you know? Big and, time. And, um, and that's, that's what I plan to do. You know, I'm not even, I didn't even grow up here, but now yeah. it's like, I, I have no reason to leave Milwaukee. I think yeah. it's fucking amazing. Like it's a, it's a, it's a place that humbles me, but yeah. also keeps me hungry. Yeah. And, um, as you know, for, for every, you know, shitty, uh, <laughs> experience i have with somebody you know there's 10 great experiences exactly exactly that's why i love milwaukee like i can never turn my back on it i will never move away and just you know start just ignore the fact that i'm from milwaukee like i think it's really freaking cool that i'm from a place like milwaukee as opposed to like la or like new york or something like people there are a lot of people who are from those places and you know no shade to la or new york but Milwaukee is just like that that small hidden gem that, yeah. you know, a lot of people don't know about. But then once you come and you really experience it, then it's like, oh, it's pretty cool. We got food, man. We got our own lake. We have like, you know, just a lot of different things that I feel like the smaller cities around us don't have. And yeah. uh, it, you know, I don't know, like I, when I was in school in Chicago, it, that really gave me an appreciation for Milwaukee for sure. Like. Back in high school, I was shit on it. I was one of those people who was like, oh, I hate Milwaukee. There's nothing to do here. Of yeah. course, I was obviously uninformed. There's like a million things to do here. You just got to know where to go and what to do. Um, but yeah, man, I love Milwaukee. I'm always rep Milwaukee for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. Right there with you. Crazy city, man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Definitely has some... its ups and downs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that's another thing, you know, it's great to see a lot of the art scene also uh, intertwining with the social justice movement that's coming out yeah. of too. you know, that's yeah. important too. Um, so what are some uh, shoots you've done recently? Um, recent shoots. Um, I recently just shot with a rapper who is about to release some music. His name is Kalon Raps. And um Saw me and mine. Cool. We did a shoot together, and he had a concept for it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is dope. Like, let's do it." I've you heard of hear it. the song? Yeah, yeah. He he um he does more uh like I don't I don't know if he wants to call it Christian rap or yeah. like you know positive rap or however he may describe it, but yeah, he has his own flavor, and you know I really I really like that you know that style because kind of what I grew up listening to. You know, growing up in the church, you know, my pops being a preacher, um, yeah. you know, I would listen to all the Christian rap growing up and there are, you know, some a lot of dope Christian rappers. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a recent shoot that I did. Um, what else? I've been working with uh, I've been doing a lot of just freelance stuff with organizations. Um, uh, I guess Blue Cross Blue Shield is an organization I recently worked with. Um, creating videos about the vaccine, educating people, different communities in Milwaukee about, 
you know, the the risks and all that kind of thing. And um, yeah, man, honestly, I'm just trying to stay busy. The pandemic really uh, hit hard. It slow work down, slow business down. So, you know, things are starting to pick back up. So, you know, I'm just trying to keep the momentum going. For sure. Good. It's the best thing. It's making a bad situation good. You know, it's. Yeah. That's Always. why. That's why I've been doing so many of these podcasts because there's not going to be another time like this where I can do, you know, where I can do several episodes a day, you know, like I'm going to, in a couple months, I, I'm going to be working my ass off and most people will be, you know, so yeah, taking advantage of the time. Um, So if someone wants to work, uh, what's the best way to reach you? Um. Man, Facebook. Usually, people reach out to me through Facebook. You can uh, you can reach out to me through Instagram, Robran M K E R O B R A N M K E, or you know, um, just catch me out on the streets, man. You know, if you see me out in public, you know, dap up and we can see, you know, figure out what we can do. Oh man, I'm gonna you're getting a big dap when I see you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah man. Hell yeah. And you're, you're, are you doing the graphic design still too? Yeah. Graphic design. I'll do, uh, I'm trying to get into building apps too, man. Cause uh, I always wanted to be like one of those cool coder hacker dudes that, you know, are in, uh, you see in the movies, they always got the laptop and then they're hacking to anything. Right, I always yeah. wanted to do that, but no, nah, I can't, I probably won't get that far, but um, yeah, dude, I, I want to get into app building. I have a lot of ideas for that. And I know, People people make a lot of money through apps, so it's like if I can create a cool app, shoot, I'll uh, I'll definitely do that. So, yeah, man, I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to follow the flow of life, you know, because I'm known for photography, right? Um, that's part of the reason why I'm here talking to you now. But you know, there are a lot of facets that you know aren't as shiny as the photography side. It's like you know, I like the uh, video games rpgs you know what i mean yeah. like uh i like uh just it's just a, a whole lot of areas of me that really i try to cultivate you know and not get so hung up on the photographer side of myself or the videographer side of myself and you know just be the piano playing side of myself yeah, or whatever yeah you know bringing out every facet that makes rob ran who he is and, exactly uh, yeah taking care of all of them yeah all of, all of them got to be tended to all every aspect at some point yeah right yeah not all at once but you know yeah, one at a time. Exactly. yeah exactly oh yeah man i really appreciate you coming on the show today dude this definitely is man. thank you for inviting me man definitely i enjoyed this conversation likewise uh we see the world in a pretty similar way it seems yeah i think so i think so so on our way out i ask everyone the same two questions okay the first is rob what keeps you up at night? Oh, snap. What keeps me up at night? Um, that is a very good question. I think what keeps me up at night are people who stalk your Instagram. Man. They stalk your Instagram. <laughs> they stalk your Instagram stories and they only watch your stories and they never interact or say hi. I hate those people. Man, those fucking when you keep your profile in public and shit, yeah, <laughs> dude. Anyone, anyone can look at it. Seriously, yeah. On the other hand, what puts you to sleep? 
Hmm, what puts me to sleep? Um, man, I think what puts me to sleep is the sound of the Cash App notification. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, more recently, rain sounds. I've been uh, listening to rain sounds before I go to sleep. So, um, man, definitely try that out. Anybody looking for, you know, some sleep uh sleep what was the word um, sleep aid. methods to go to yeah there you go some sleep aid methods like yeah put the rain sounds on Hell yeah. i think that'll help it's a popular one yeah i love a good storm at night you know yeah exactly yeah um precipitation hits different <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah, again definitely. this is great most deaf, man most deaf for everyone watching, I'll be tagging uh, Rob, Ran, MKE, uh, Instagram, uh, also on Facebook. Hit him up, look at what he's done, and uh, hit him up if you want to work. Um, but, but you know, know what you're getting yourself into before you do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Watch the show. Watch watch the episode and figure, figure it out. Yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. I'm not a man, 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 I'